Okay, good evening everyone. Today's daf is Yuma Daf Nunches. We are Nunches, a manal of about 10 lines in, Nasan as Hamale Barekan. So the Mishnah described that the Kayin Gadol would take the Male, which is a, a Kali that's full of blood, and he already had mixed it, mixed in the Dam HaSair and the Dam HaPar, that was yesterday's daf. And now he puts it into a Rekan, into an empty cup. Now we're not exactly sure what this means. We'll see what it means in a moment. So, Bo'amini Rami Bar Chama Chista. Rabbi Barachama asked the following Shiloh from Avchista. He said like this: Hiniach Mizrak, Besoich Mizrak, Vikil Boyes Hadam. Let's say a regular case where you need Kabbalah Hadam. After Shechita, you need to do Kabbalah. You have to accept the blood. So let's say they took one cup, put it into another cup, like those that uh, make Kiddush on you know plastic cups. They put two cups. You double cup it, and then you accept the blood. So what's the Shiloh? I am not holding. Well, there's two things going on here. What I'm holding, which is the clay kibble. That is not accepting the blood. So we're going to look at it from the Kali standpoint. There's a chatzitza. There's a uh, interposition, right? That's the proper term between my hand and the Kali that's accepting the dam. So it's a chatzitza. Now, on the other hand, it's called min viminoi. It's the same material, according to some Rishonim that say learn min viminoi. It's they're both hectish. It's a similar thing. So the question is: Is min viminoi chaytzes or is min viminoi in a chaytzes? This will get a lot of time. Uh, focused on in Masechta's sukkah, we're going to talk about your lulav holders, and you know someone's wearing a ring. Uh, and you take a look. Because it's not called Kabbalah. It's not called Kabbalah unless you're holding that inside cup. You're not holding the blood yeah. itself. If you want to say that, it's different than saying that lulav is such a thing. This is the blood. It's it's meant to taste that you can't use. Right. So you're right. So the background of it is, it has to be Kabbalah idea kind. It has to be that he's he's doing Kabbalah. He's doing Kabbalah. Uh, the Kabbalah has to be done by, by a Kayin, right? It's not being done by him. This does get into the lambdas of, of a Tultulayi, of a Racher. We have in a Muksa. The question is, is it Chaytzeitz? So, why should it be Batal? There's two cups here. He's not. He, oh, very good. So if we say it's Chaytzeitz, that means it's not Batal. When we say it, it's not Chaytzeitz, in the lambdas, that means it's Batal, right? Let's say uh, someone just called me a sticker and a mikvah. They had a, not another person, on their Kaylee, right? Even another person. Let's say you had a drop of uh, nail polish. Your mom is going to get it off. And you went to the mikvah. Or even before you went to the mikvah, you're going. So if it's not chaytzeit, that means it's bottled to your guf, and it's considered insignificant. What makes a difference if it's chachil, like you do it, or if you tell afterwards that you did it? By mikvah, you're saying? Oh, both these things. If someone does it, yeah, yeah. So, so let's. They, did, yeah, they didn't realize they had two cups there. Would that be a difference? Right. So if you hold this mama shachatitza, so it doesn't help. Doing it like I'm doing two cups no matter what. Don't worry about it. I'm going with, with the, whatever. Saying it's more more bittel. Bittel is going to apply there. You're showing you don't care. Yeah. I hear. Okay. I'm not sure. Either way, the the, the point is that that min um, There's a there's a general lamdash of chakira. Is min b'minay chaytzitz or is it ain't chaytzitz? Right. So. As you pointed out, Aaron and Draghi, that the the lumbus behind it would be there's some type of bittel going on if it's if it's if it's not a chatitza. But the question is, from the very fact that it's the same material, so maybe we should say min vimina in a chatitza. The Gemara talks about Rosh Hashanah. You have two shayfars, one shayfar is in the other shayfar, you're blowing right. So you have the same similar thing. So Amalei, so it says Mao min vimina chatitza, I in a chatitza. Amalei tinisua. We have this in a Mishnah. The Mishnah says our Mishnah. So this is how they're learning the Mishnah. Nasanas amalei berekon. You put a a uh, the full one in the empty one. Now we learned when we learned the Mishnah, you just pour it into the next cup. 
my lap, and they learn not learning about them. My lap, Hayshiv Mizrak Mali Lasech Mizrak. And he took a full cup. We have a double uh, container right there. So you put the top one into the uh, into the uh, into the uh, empty one, right? And you see, it wasn't a problem. I love Hoshim Mizrak Mali Lasech Mizrak Rekon, and still it's not considered a chatzitza. And they've arrived from there. Mimba Mino in a chatzitza. The Gemara says, "Lo, I know, Eira Mizrak Mali Lasech Mizrak." Rake on. You just simply poured from the full one into the empty one. So the Gemara says, I a ton of the ratio ready. Tell me that. So what's this second pouring trying to do? Kadela Arvan, Yafa Yafa to mix it. So I was on to Nishiva where they were too cheap to pay for spoons for coffee. So in Israel, they have the uh, the metal spoon attached to the coffee machine. So they don't want to do that either. So what did everybody use? They use two cups. So whatever you saved on the spoons. They ended up wasting on the cups because they're gonna, you know, pour into each other. Kedila arvan, yafe, yafe. Ta shma, agabi kli. Let's say someone. So now we're gonna uh, we're gonna get into the lump, the 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 uh, sugya of min domina chaytes min domina chaytes again. We're gonna do this briefly here. We're gonna spend more time on it in Masechta Sukkah and Masechta Rosh Hashanah. So it, it comes up in Zvachim. It's, the truth is, it comes up everywhere. Anytime you're gonna have a halacha. Uh, either al smikvah that you have to go kol gufev rachas says kol basari b'mayim, or let's say we have by the a kain has to wear the the begadim al basari has to be on his skin. So the gemara in zvachim talks about ear space or there's water in between. So another halacha is that the kain gadol has to the kain has to be standing on 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 the uh, on the base of mikdash, uh, meaning on the ground. So let's say he's not standing on the ground. He's standing on a keli. He's standing on the foot of his friend. Puzzle, it's not a good avayda because he's not standing on the floor of the base of Middash. I see, you see from here, foot of his friend is considered min biminoi. Your foot and his foot is min biminoi. They're both feet. Yet, it's still a chatita. So you see, min biminoi is chaitzet. The Gemara says, shani rego. Your friend's leg is different to lay matzi mavatale. You can't be mavatalit. My chalak is showing him what this means. Either means uh, you're not in control of it, and therefore he, he can move it at any time, or you uh, it, it's or or the point is that that your your kai, the kain is going to leave his foot there until you finish, so it's going to be in the way the entire time. It's not considered bottle to you, and it's. Uh, it's not a raya regarding min bamin and chaytzitz or not. You have a similar halacha regarding uh, wearing yamaka, or even tachanan. Um, we spoke about this once. The uh, a person's own hand is not considered a, a covering on yourself. Perhaps it gets into the lundos of min bamin and chaytzitz. What about your friend's hand? Your friend's hand is, in fact, a good uh, a good covering. So you need to make a bracha if your friend puts his ha- hand on your head. You would be yaitzah. Okay, ikeda amri. Some want to learn like this, that the Shiloh was not regarding bin Maminoi, it was just a different Shiloh. Derech Sheres Pekach ain't Derech Sheres Pekach. Is that a way to serve HaKadosh Baruch with two Kalim? Bring it up with Kiddush, right? Is that a way to make Kiddush with two plastic cups? It looks like you're, you're busting the tables and dumping something out. But the Gemara says it's not a problem. Tashmah Tani Debe Rabbi Shmol. The Pasuk says, V'lachu, it says, As kol klei asharis, asher yashar zubam ba'kaydash, shnei Kalim, Vesheris achas that you have two kalim and one avoida. So you see, you could in fact use uh, two cups as one avoida. Just by the way, this, this does come up in Hochas um, Hochas Tefillin. I'm sure it talks about. Let's say some people have a minute to to wrap tefillin right by their tefillin shalyad. So if you get a strap underneath your your bias, so on one hand it's min b'minai. They're both leather. They're both tefillin. It should be ena chaytzeitz. On the other hand. 
it's not so partial. How we paskin? Additionally, by tefillin, we learn out tefillin from from big day kahuna, and there it says albasari. The mamish has to be albasari. It's not on your it's not on your basar. The Minchas Yitzchak has a famous shuva. There was this uh, Baal Shuva who had a tattoo of a lady, not dressed properly, probably his girlfriend or ex-girlfriend or something like that, or someone he was, uh, whatever, on his arm. And he just felt bad to put his tefillin on his left biceps every single day. So the Minchas Yitzchak told him to put a leather, get a leather sleeve, like your basketball shooting sleeve, get a sleeve and put the tefillin on that. So you're covering the immodestly, whatever, immodest tattoo, but you still have min vimina. Not everyone goes with that. The Mishabur says we should be machmer on that. Another interesting shah that comes up for the doctors out there. There's a, um, by Pidina Ben, that's the Peta Rechem. So the, we learn out in the Gemara, the Gemara says it has to actually touch the Rechem on its way out. And that's why a C-section, there's no, there's no Pidina Ben on. So there was a Shiloh, 100 years ago already, regarding a forceps delivery, where the baby is being pulled out, or a vacuum, all, all those things. So it, so it really depends on this, on this lambda. It's not min vimina, but the next part. If it has to be rechem mamish, so then even though you're not makbid on it, right? Let's say you have a band-aid or something, you're not makbid on it, but if your tefillin has to be al-basari, it's not on your basari. Tefillin on your cast is not called al-basari. You, you don't make a bracha on it if you're putting tefillin on your cast, even though you're not makbid on it, because it has to be al-basari mamish. So if rechem has to be rechem mamish, pate rechem, then even though the, the woman wanted the doctor to do the procedure and have a chatitza, but at the end of the day, it's not pate rechem. So the chalkos yakov, yakov Reich, he, he, he said that you should not make a, you should not do a pinyabam with a bracha, do it, you know, basafik, based on this lambdas. However, that's not how they do it. It's much lower down when they're doing the forceps, and therefore it doesn't get involved with the rechem. It's a lower, uh, lower down procedure. So, halachli, most places, even a forceps delivery or a vacuum delivery, there will still be a pidyan haben. Okay, next. Boimine rami bar chama mirab Rabbi Barachama asked the following shalat from Rabchista. He needs a sieve. Let's say the coin put a sieve. A sieve is like these branches that surrounded the palm tree. We actually had this in our smichas chavish here. We spoke about chayslays and these palm branches that would that would go around, uh, you know, figs or dates. And, and the, the question was, the Gemara, the Tesefta says you let it open it to to access the food. So Moshe brings a proof from there. Many other Rishonim already discussed this. Regarding opening, uh, you know, potato chips on Shabbos and those type of things, that they're considered chaisa. So this junky material, it absorbs somewhat, but it was um, we're going to call it like a mesh. So if a person put, if the kain put a sieve, which means these branches into the mizrak, into a keli, and they accepted the blood. What does that do with anything? Nothing to do with the kipper. So re- regular shaila regarding chatitza in the base of mitzvah. Shmau. Do we say the keli was makabo the blood because somehow the blood trickled in? Or do we say no, the keli was not makabo the blood? And there's a chatzitza, and here it's min b'she'en aminoi. It's not the same material as the keli. So do we say min b'she'en aminoi in chatzit? Or do we say, maybe it's not chatzitza, it's min b'she'en aminoi. Keli the mechalchel, since it's soft and it, uh, you know, somewhat of a spongy material, and the water could seep through and end up touching the keli. So, there's no chatzitza. Perhaps, there'll be no difference. So, Amar Lei, so Chisra responded, Tanina, we had this already in a Mishnah. The Mishnah in power, the Gemara here does not bring the entire Mishnah, but the Mishnah discusses when you have a, the, the halacha is, based on the Pesukim, Nasa Mayim Chaim Al Keli. You have to get the water, the Efer Para, and you 
put it into a into a keli. What if in that keli you had something like this? You have some type of netting in the keli, and the water has to be ma'im chayim al keli. So the question is, is that water possible because it wasn't in a keli? Or do we say the water is kosher? Now, the Gemara says, the Mishnah says, Zoylev v'hoylech at shemagilasfoy. You can use the water that was in the, that was in the, um, in the keli until you get to the sponge. Meaning, whatever was absorbed by the sponge, that never got into the keli. But everything else is fine. So you see from here that we're not concerned of the chatzitza. I, the sponge, was in between the water and the keli. Still, that's not called the chatzitza because the water seeps through. So you see, so why is Rav Chist asking me a shayla? I'm sorry, why is Rami Rachama asking Rav Chist to the shayla? Tanina, I'm a late Tanina, we have a Mishnah. So the Mar says maybe it's different. Shani Maya, the Klishi water is, uh, has, is uh, more viscous than blood, and therefore the water would seep through quicker. Some say the other way. Or, uh, more precise. Hachi that's Rav Chista responded that he said, Badam kasher, by blood it works because the blood will go through. However, by kaimates puzzle. But if you took the kinitza of the mincha, right after you took the, the glob of flour and perhaps oil, and you want to put it into a keli, that's not going to work because it's dry, it's flour, it's not going to go through, even if there's a netting there, and there would in fact be a chatzitza. So, just by the way, this does come up as, again, back to Tvilas Kalim. That's your tivaling, uh, your classic tilas, uh, the kela mikvah. One day we'll have one here. You have, uh, have the basket, right? The old milk crates and whatever. Usually it's broken on the bottom, and there goes your, your, your knife. But you have, on one hand, you have keli uh, flush against the basket. So how does it work? So Allah really has to be able to get through. Sometimes you're tivaling a stack of spoons, so you got to be careful you have to make sure there's enough space. Oh, so what about hands? So halachically, there's a whole, there's a whole shayla on the vice game. The most makel shita holds that as long as my hands were wet at some point, any water, then there's hashaka in the mikvah. That my hand, the water that's on my hand, it became mikvah, and the mikvah surrounding it. Somehow that only works if you never moved your hand out of the water. Some people do the pass under under the mikvah. What do you say? You yeah, move your hand. Yeah, don't drop it. <laughs> move your hand and do that. Right, or make it loose, whatever you, you'll... So why is hand different than... than um... It's not. It's just if you have a thick grip, it's not going to work. And you have a stack of, of, of spoons, right? This comes about Hagal also, when you kasher something. If you, uh, if you don't have enough... Let's uh, you're kashering for a Pesach, kashering a hotel somewhere, and you just dump a thousand spoons, first you're going to get the whole thing cold. But even if it reboils, you have to make sure that there was water that was able to go through to penetrate. Tiveling a pocket knife. How do you tivel a pocket knife? Because there... The way it's designed is that every time you, you, you move it, you're opening one thing, you're closing something else. Very difficult to get the water into all of them. It's a good shot to get the type of the pocket knife in the first place. But this is similar uh, lambda. There's more than this. There's a Mishnah in the McVeigh's, but this also has some uh, halach on that. Okay. New Mishnah. Okay, so the pictures are going to come into play with this Mishnah. It went through, right? The pictures went through? Yeah. Great. The Mishnah says like this. So, Let's keep track of where we're up to. We already spoke about the Kodesh HaKadoshim. And now the Kain Gadol's leaving the Kodesh HaKadoshim. He has the Dama Par, and he finished sprinkling the Dama Par and the Dama Sar on the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Now he has to put the Dam on the Mizbeach. Now this is the Mizbeach Hazav, the inside Mizbeach, which uh, was a small Mizbeach. That's where he's putting the Dam. So the, the Pasuk says like this. It says, Vyatza el Mizbeach HaShalafnei Hashem. So the Mishnah opens up with the Pasuk. Pasuk says he goes out 
of the Kodesh HaKadoshim, important, because we're going to try to figure out where he's leaving from and which side of the Mizbech is going to be, is going to be headed to. That's the Gemara. Today's, the rest of the Daf is we're trying to figure out which route is taken, and this is really going to come full circle to the question of where was the entrance? Was it in the north? Was it in the south? Do we go to the right first? It's all going to come full circle here. So, he goes to the Mizbech Now, we know from there which Mizbech are we talking about. It's one of two, but if it says Lefnei Hashem, that means Zem Mizbech Hazav. That's going to be the Mizbech Hazav, the one that's inside the Heichel. Next, Hischel Mechateviyari. Now, here it says Venasan. You put the blood on the Venasan Akarnis and Mizbech Hazav. Typically, they would sprinkle the blood. We spoke about, you know, the flip, or you're pouring it. Here, you're actually placing it, Venasan with his hands. So we're going to try to figure out what's the best way to do it without getting yourself dirty. To start picking your hand up like an underhand, and right in front of you, you're going to end up with blood on your sleeve. You don't want that. So you're going to go down the closest one. We're going to talk about how do you do the other three corners. So here, the Mishnah says, His Somechate, but you already start going downwards at when you're placing the dam. Now, which of the four corners are you starting from? So the Mishnah here says, Mikaren Mizrachis. Sfinus. You're going to start from the northeast corner. If you look at, one of the pictures will help you. Yeah, if you look at the, the picture called Tzir Bays. So Tzir Bays shows us the Mizbech is in the middle. And he's facing the, the, uh, the, the Kaidesh HaKadashim. He has the, the menorah on his left side. On the right side would be the Shulchan. We don't see that. That's blocked out of the picture. So the south Sorry, the Mizrachis uh, Tzvainis is the northeast corner. So if you look at Tzir Beis, that's the, uh, his, his immediate right. Okay? Now, we're going, I'm just give it a, giving away what the Gemara says. We're going to figure out two things here. He's going to... We're going to have Machlekes which side you start from. So two very important points. Number one, whichever... Wherever he left the Kodesh HaKadoshim, we had a Machlekes. If there was two, everyone agreed that final entrance way into the Kodesh HaKadoshim was, was B'Tzafan, in the north, the north side. The question was, if there was two curtains, so then the exit really was on the left, was on the Marev, Durham side, because you have to go through the first curtain to get to the next one. Both agreed, we're going to have two sheets of Yossi and, and again Rabbi Kiva, that you, when you're walking to the Mizbech, you just take a few steps towards the Mizbech. You're not going to go across the Hechel. You're going to go out whichever, where your exit is, that's where you're going. And one more point, we're going to learn out from a Pasuk that you skip that first corner. So you're going to go to the second corner on your side. So let's see how that plays out. It's based on, based on the Pasuk. Yeah, you're right, it doesn't make any sense. You're skipping over that corner, what are you doing? The Gemara's going to ask that question. So where do you start from? So this is the Shita of this is the first sheet, though, so the, uh, let's see. Mikaren Mizrachis Tzafinus, you start from the northeast corner, and then you go Tzafinus Maravis, then you go to the, the, the northwest, then Maravis Doraimus, you end up going to the southwest, and then Doraimus Mizrachis, then you end up going to the southeast. So you keep going right, you keep going to your right and making a circle. See your base, it just helps you, it's not. Clockwise. You're going counterclockwise. Yeah, counterclockwise. Yeah, it's confusing because we always think that you face Mizrach. The Kodesh Kedoshim was Ma'arav. How do we face Mizrach? Because we're west of Eretz Yisrael. 
but it was in the it was in the uh, west, the western wall. That was the most. It's not the western wall, but that was where it was. Okay. And then misham ha'yigarma was beich panimim. Then he would just dump it on his beich panimim. Next, Rabbeleza Oimer, no, b'mkaimai haya oimid. Well, you would you wouldn't just walk. You wouldn't walk around it. Umechate and you would put the you would put the the dam on the corners, but you stood in one spot. You wouldn't walk around. From your spot, you have access. Again, it's a small mezbeach here. You don't have to walk around it. You would stand in one spot and reach over and do the nesinas hadam. And he would be mechati and all them. Now, according to Rabbi Eliezer, here, if I'm standing in one corner and I'm just reaching over, so it makes sense to start from bottom up on my extreme corners, that way I don't get myself dirty. If I start from the top and I go down, I'm going to get my sleeve all full of it. So I start from the bottom up, bottom up, bottom up, but as far as the one in front of me, I'll start top and I'll go from the top and I'll go down. Next, you would uh, sprinkle it on the Taharish Mazbeach, which is the top of the Mazbeach, seven times. Next, and the leftover dam, as we saw yesterday, the leftover, if it's Shiari Hadam, that goes, Yesoid Mazbeach, right? So Shiari Hadam, so if you can see your Aleph, you'll see there's two holes on the, uh, in the south. West part of the Mizbeach. One of them is in the south, one of them is in the west. So the Shiari Hadam of the Parvasayer go to the Yisim Rabbish Mizbeach Chitzon, the Shell Mizbeach Chitzon, all the other carbonates that are typically brought on the Mizbeach Chitzon, those are poured Haya Shaifich Ayasad Derami on the south hole. Right? But you have two holes in there. Either way, they end up in the same place, Elu Elu. The servant Ba'ama ended up in this canal, the Yotzla Nachal Kidron, and went to the famous Nachal Kidron, and Vinimchorin Laganonin Lezevon. They would sell it to the, uh, to the farmers for them to fertilize their fields. However, if you didn't pay for it, there's an Isra Me'ilo, which is an interesting lumbus, that you could pay for and use it as fertilizer, but if you didn't pay for it, you'd be only an Isra Drabanon of Me'ilo Behaktish. Yeah, there's a river underneath. We had, we had some of this earlier in Jas, yeah. And this is the famous river, and people had brachas from it. Blood from Ola, isn't there? Doesn't the Ola need to go like touch down in its entirety, the hide, everything? Like, why would the blood need to go to Hashem also? Um, there it says, I'm not sure. The blood had its own dinim. You burn the animal, the carcass. The blood is not considered a busser. That's my guess, yeah. yeah. I'm sure you look in the token, you can find the diok why, why it's not included. Okay, so that was the regular, that was the shiarim of the dam. Comes along the the Gemara says like this: says that when the Kohen Gadol finished the sprinkling of the Damapar, he went out to the Mizbeach. So the Gemara says, "Ma What do you mean if he leaves? What he's going to stay there forever? Of course he leaves. So I'm which refers to a par Kohen Mashiach when he when he uh, starts, or a par Halam Davar Shotzibor last week's parsha. How do I know that when when it comes to a par Haba Al that when the Kohen when you sprinkle it, you, you do what it looks like in Sir Beish. You stand opposite the Mizbeach, or outside the Mizbeach, on the perimeter of the Mizbeach, Panimi. You're doing a long-range shot towards the Parechas. So that, that's what you do. Since Metzinu, I know the halacha is by par kain gadol, par kain mashiach, or par halom davar shatzibar, you had a long shot, Zerika, uh, you know, behind the Mizbeach, 
I would think Yachol Av the same should apply on Yom Kippur. You go out towards the Mizbeach. Where were you? You didn't go past the Mizbeach. You were Lefnim in Mizbeach. You were close in between the Mizbeach and the Pereiches. When he did the sprinkling of the blood on the Pereiches, that's what you do. That it would be a short uh, shot, not a long toss. Tanya Idoch, we have another Brysa, says Lefne Hashem. So this is talking about the, the other halachas of a par halam davar or par koyin mashiach. And there the pasuk says lefnei Hashem. So why is it telling me lefnei Hashem? Amram nechem lefishem sinu v'par v'sar shem kipurim shekoyin oimel lefnei mizbeach umaz ala pareches yachal afzakein. I would think. This is the same would apply here. Tom Lemmer, Mizbach, Taras, Asamim, Lufnei Hashem, Asher, Ba'yamoyed. If the Mizbeach has to be Lufnei Hashem, when I'm sprinkling the Dam of the Parmashiach, so it's the opposite. By the Dam of the Yom Kippur, you're in between the Mizbeach and the Parechas. Here, the Mizbeach is Lufnei Hashem, not you. So, Mizbeach, Lufnei Hashem, Bavein, Koyin, Lufnei Hashem. Ha'ketzad, Oymed, Chutz, the Mizbeach. You stand out to the Mizbeach, behind the foul line, Umaze, and you sprinkle it onto the Parechas, a long distance shot. Okay. Hischil Machatever, this is what we alluded to in the Mishnah. You start putting the dam on the Mizbech. Once again, it says Nasina placing the dam. Tanarabanan, Hischil Machatever, you start uh, putting it and going downwards. Mehechan Hayamasal, which corner do you start from? So, this is going to be Rabbi Akiva's Shita. Mikaran Mizrachis Duraimis, you start from the southeast corner. Which is on the left side of the mizbech. Uh, left side of the mizbech. We're looking from, going towards the kodesh kodesh. We're standing. Let's say we're standing right outside the ulam. We're looking in. It's the bottom left corner of the mizbech. You start from there, and then after that, you go left. Usually, you go right, but now you go left. You go further towards the Kaddish HaKadashim, back to where you came from, Dremis Maravis, you go to the southwest, then you switch, you go to Maravis Tzvainis, keep going left, to the northwest, and then uh, to the northeast, then, to, uh, I'm sorry, to the, um, to the uh, northwest, right, then Tzvainis Maravis, you go back one full circle to the northeast, Divrei Rabbi Akiva. So if you look at Sira Dalad, very easy picture to look at, one, two, three, four, you're starting on the bottom left corner, you're going up one corner to two, to three, then back to four. Now the question is going to be, why am I going left, and why did I skip corner two? I should have done corner two first, because I was walking, the Kohen God was walking from the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Why do you walk past the Mizbech, then start from one? He should have started from what we know as two. Why are you saying that, going left? You see that, you see that picture? I see he's going, he's going this way. No, but when you, you're facing the Mizbech, you're turning to your left. Mm. <laughs> Pac-Man, you know, like he's. Imagine he has a magnet on his back yeah. and he's going like this, going to his left side. His right side would be like this. Imagine when you take out the Torah, right? You have psicha, right? You go go right, psicha, right? Yeah. Why? Because you turn, you face the tzibar, and you're going right. It looks like you're going left because you turn your shoulder, but you're really just going right. Or you take the take the tar back to the bima, back to the hour, and you're always going right. It's the same halacha. But here you're going left. So what's going on? The Gemara's going to ask that question. That is Shita's Rabbi Kiva. So again, there's going to be two questions. Why am I going left? And why did I skip the corner that was close to the Kodesh Kodashim? Basically, I'm going to make Karim Mizrach's finest. You're starting from the northeast corner, which is what we had as number four 
in Seer Dal, but now it's going to be number one in Seer Hey. And then he go, right, like a normal person. Then he go to two, three, four, beautiful. Karen, now, Rabbi Yosekli to start from, which is one. That's where Rabbi Shem Rabbi Kiva Paisik, that's where Rabbi Kiva is going to, to conclude. And Malcolm Shabbat Kiva Masel, Shem Rabbi Yosekli the Paisik. It's just very interesting how they're both, you know, literally opposites of each other. Now, the Kuliyama Mia, everyone agrees that by carrying the Pug oven, on your way back from the Paraiches, you skipped one. Whether you're on the left side or the right side of the Mizbeach, everyone agrees you skipped one. My timer. Why did you skip one? It's a Marshmul, it's a Pasuk. Dama Akra, the Pasuk says, Viyatsal Mizbeach. You have to go towards the Mizbeach. I did nothing to Kuliyama Mizbeach. You have to have passed the entire Mizbeach. Rabbi Kiva. And according to Rabbi Kiva, fine. You want to start on the right side, uh, meaning on the left side, I'm sorry. You want to start on the left side of the Mizbeach. I have no problem, because you hold, there were two curtains in the, in the, in the Bayashani, and he came out from that side, no problem. But then, once you started with the second corner, which, because you have to pass one, because of El Mizbeach, why don't you go to the right? Why are you going to the left? It makes no sense. So, Kiva, not give Derek him in. Why don't you go right? And maybe he argues on the Yisoy, that you always go right. I want to tell me these Tanam are arguing on what Rabbi Cheskel said, then Rabbi Rami Bar Cheskel, that Yam Shlaim. Shlaim built this uh, huge swimming pool mikvah. It was in a, it was in a keli. It was like a huge uh, vessel. So we sent the picture. Ayman Al Bakar. It was standing on twelve cattle. Now. Literally twelve cows, but they look like twelve cows. Shloishapanim Tzafanim, three of them to the north. Shloishapanim Yama, three to the to the um, south. Shloishapanim Negba to the west, and Shloishapanim Mizracha, and three facing east. Vahayam Aleima Malavacholachrim Bison. They were just housing it on their backs. Either way, the the uh, the psukim tell us going right, and therefore. From the fact that the Torah said, meaning it's letzav yimin halamata, you learn from here shekopina shata poinet lo you al derech yimin lemizrach. It should be derech yimin and lemizrach going east. Now either way, Rabbi Bayecheskel said he learned that from Shlomo Melach. The way the pasuk describes it, kopina shata poinet lo you el derech yimin, and this is found multiple times in Shas. Look at your Mesorah Shas to bring this six marim akaymis for it to be added earlier twice. You have it in Saita, you have it in Zvachim all over Shas, always going right. So maybe Rabbi Kiva doesn't hold to this. So the Gemara says no. And I'm going to start one more time, one more line. The Gemara brings out the question. My Isle the Rami Vayacheskel, my Leslie the Rami Vayacheskel. Is that what's going on here? So the Gemara says, Lie. The Kuliyama Isle the Rami Vayacheskel. Everyone agrees you go right. This is the Machlagas. Marsavar, Yafinan Pnim Michutz. We learn out the Pnim, what they, what they, with, meaning what we should do on the inside of Mizbeach. I learned that from Michutz, from the outside of Mizbeach. That's a primary way to do it, and therefore, that's the same way we did it in the Mizbeach HaChitzan, we should do it in the Mizbeach HaPnimi, and you go right. That's Rabbi Yoshishita, very simple. Umar Savar and Rabbi Kivos, no, loya finam pnimichot. We don't necessarily learn out what we did on the inside from what we did on the outside, what we do on a standard uh, haza on the Mizbeach HaChitzan. Now the Gemara asks, very nice, you don't want to learn from it, Rabbi Kiva nehid loya pnimichot, but still, what's your problem? Let the guy go right. Why, why are you telling us you should go left? You want to tell me there's no source to go right? He doesn't hold the Ram Berchaskel. Come on, he has to learn the Ram Berchaskel. But, but there's no value of going right? So the Gemara says, I'm Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva says, Really, Medina, Really, what you should have done is, when you're leaving the Paraiches, the Kachek you should have done the corner 
that you hit first, right? Which was number two. You skipped it. Really, there's halacha eim avir We know this every single morning when you when you put your talus away. The, the halacha tells us that you should put your talus away in a way that you don't end up passing over it the next morning when you when you want to get your if your talus is behind your tefillin. So you take out your tefillin first. It's eim avir Now, what if you take out your tefillin shell reish first? So there, you also have a problem, Ema Virna Lamitzvah. So Ema Virna Lamitzvah is definitely a halacha. However, there are certain times there's another consideration. So by Tfilin, we know the Pasuk says, then you don't put on Tfilin Shalash until you put on Tfilin Shayad. You should still not put yourself in that situation because you are, you are violating Mavir and Lamitzvah. I just have no choice because I have to put that on first. So over here, too, you're, you're violating Ema Virna Lamitzvah. So you had a special pasuk told me I have to skip that first one, but hold on a second. And that told me I had enough of me cooling this back. But the kavon, the yavahu karen, once you already put dam on that karen on that corner, so you know what you should do. You just dist that first corner by skipping over it. You had no choice. But now, instead of going right, which is a nice thing to do, to oh, oh, but it's more important to make up on that skipped corner and therefore go back that way. So it ends up being odd. You're going left, but it makes more sense to go left than to totally ignore that first corner that you went to. So how do us look around? One second, I'm starting here. Yeah. There, then I go. That's the Kaiser Gashem was there, right? Yeah. Okay, so you walked out, you sprinkle whatever, now you're here. You're skip. To do this one. Now go here. You're supposed to do this one. Correct, you didn't. You skipped that one. Now he does this. Say, instead of going this way, like right. you should, go this way. Correct, right. So two is where it should, which really one would you skip. And now three really should be this four. Guy. Should be four. If you were to go. Right. And now it's three. So you're kind of. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're benefiting this guy? Passing over three and four, just like where you're passing. I didn't know. So, one. I, so one second. So, passing is only when I, I was, I, I had the ability to do it, and I, pa- yeah, I passed over. Yeah. Let's say you didn't, you're not ready to put in your towels and phone yet. You're drinking your coffee. So, luckily, you could rearrange your towels and phone because right now I'm not being, my, I'm not putting in my phone yet. What are you saying? The whole, you know, corner and corner that you're going in a direction. When you decide to switch and go. You know? He's not Marvel no, Mitzvah. At that point, he's not. Once, once he already started here, he's, not, he's no longer being Marvel Mitzvah. But he already did. He already messed up with the first corner. So Rabbi, so Rabbi Kiva is saying, go make up with that other corner and it's go left. Yeah, once you do that, then you're not going to go back. You're just going in uh, a four five. Okay. So, Karen, this Chayav the Mesa. So, Kevin, the other Karen. Hadar Osil, who Karen. The Chayav the Mesa, Bresha. Go back to that, the one that you skipped. Okay, we have a few more Tirutsim. But we'll see that tomorrow, Mr. Shah.